Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Bacon Smiles Podcast, episode 76. It's a pretty big day. Yeah. We have a third member of our team. Third Special meal. event. As always, I'm Steve Petira, joined by my good friend. Evan Shaw Mumford. And I'm Brett Motman. Hey, Jackie. Welcome <laughs> back to the Facebook Live. <laughs> we had some technical difficulties, but those of you who are listening to the podcast had no idea. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit of breakdown before we start the podcast. But the reason Brett is here... Uh, is he is off to a great adventure in formation. Yes. I love that the car's speeding away <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Brett going off. Yes. So uh, you are going to become a religious brother, and so we're going to talk a little bit about what that's going to be like, and we'll start the formation towards yeah. towards that. And uh, then I wanted to, just because uh, the three of us together... Uh, had gone through the St. Bart's Youth Ministry. Uh, I wanted to talk about what was your favorite youth group game when you were in the program, or one that you remember mostly, and what is your favorite youth group game now? And since you're going to be working with youth, I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. And then uh, Evan's going to have music. Absolutely. And our saint of the day, we're just going to go with Mary, because uh, the Assumption of Mary... Uh, Holy Day of Obligation, mm-hmm. and uh, our reading of the Gospel, Luke one thirty nine through 56, and then uh, Evan's got a pretty good news of the weird. Cool? Cool. Sounds good. All right, so Brett. Yes? You are entering into formation. Correct. What order are you joining, and what does that mean? So I'm Just entering into this... Keep it short. If yeah. The Salesians <laughs> of Don Bosco... Um, this order that works with the youth and formation is basically a a period of um, time where I'm saying yes to possibly joining their order um, for good as a religious brother and um, working to um, continuing my yes uh, to the Lord and um, yeah hopefully God willing I will be a religious brother one day and uh, to have God use you however he yeah. can. And that's awesome. So the Salesians, they work with youth, Yep. correct? Mm-hmm. Schools, outreach. Yep, uh, retreat centers. They have a retreat center. They have a bunch of boys and girls clubs. They have uh, some homeless shelters, some recreation centers, um, but mostly schools. Okay. Now, in one day... Uh, I know you and I have talked about this, but not on the podcast. So when did you first start getting an inkling that this was where God was calling you? So I started feeling a call uh, to something other than marriage um, about two years ago. And then I discerned a little bit with the diocese, went on a retreat with them. And um, my fear was I wouldn't be able to work with kids in the same capacity as I do right now as a diocesan priest. So I went on that retreat with them, and the Lord really opened up my heart to the possibility of religious life. And sort of, it's kind of a longer story, but providentially, um, he showed me the Salesians, which seemed like a uh, perfect fit. And then for the past year and a half, year and a quarter, I've been discerning with them, and 
just finished up college and decided to enter, yeah. Now, so what was it like when you first uh, felt that feeling that God was calling you to that? Like, what was your reaction? Uh, It's like, no. (laughs) So it was only, like, probably about a year after I, like, made this faith my own. So Mm. I was like, God, I've only been here. I've only been doing this, really, for, like, seriously, for a a year. Like, you're already calling me Mm. to do something big. Yeah, I mean, that's was, a big step. And yeah, and I was... Obviously, he wasn't calling me to do anything now. Then he was yeah. just inviting me to the possibility at that point. Asking um, you to open that door. Yeah. So, yeah, at first it was just like, uh, no, and I couldn't sleep, and that's all I would think about. But once you kind of, you know, let the Lord just take it and, yeah, you know, consider it, and it just, uh, it becomes and much better. Mm. And that's awesome. So you also mentioned that you uh, really had made the faith your own. Um, so you were involved in peer ministry and, and were an active, good young person for the most part. You know, yeah. we all fall and struggle and mm-hmm. everything in our youth uh, and adulthood. I don't know why I just yeah. qualified that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I am not perfect. Never will be. Uh, But what would you say is the difference between your faith as a peer minister, like age-wise, to now? Like, what would you say, like, the difference was between it being really yours? Uh, Just, like, a a real intimate relationship with Jesus uh, that I have now. I think before it was more place where you could go without having to worry about you know fitting in or being you know who you are at school and I think that's how the Holy Spirit moves in high school and that's how you feel the Holy Spirit at least how I did in high school I didn't really have a relationship with Jesus but you knew he was present yes but it was more along the line of you saw him in the community. Yeah. Not in a one-on-one relationship yeah. like you have now. Yeah. Yeah. It, totally. Uh, I totally feel the same way. Yeah. Where, but you need that. You yeah. need to have that community because that's what shows you uh, Christ and other people. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like if you only have one or the other you don't understand the fulfillment mm-hmm. of a, having a relationship with God one on one but also having a group relationship with God they're two very important parts in growing in your faith do you agree yeah and it's going to be essential for me as I go because I'm going to be living with 15 other men that are discerning the same or similar call yeah so when you go to seminary, how many are you joining that are in the same spot as you where it's like day one, it's it's their day one as well? So I'm actually going to be the only person that it's day one, but there's, you know, people at every other stage. That's cool. Um, and different age. I, I believe I'm not, I won't be the youngest. Wow. 
Okay. So there are guys that have entered right out of high school mm. that, that have been there maybe a few years, but I'm obviously older than them. So it's it's a different dynamic. And, and yeah. technically the the boss, the, he'll, he's called the formator, mm. is, you know, not the oldest either. Mm. So... Yeah, it's a different. That's great dynamic. Though. It's a it's it sounds like it's going to be a great uh, community as far as like where everyone's at being at different yeah. levels and being able to uh, have some people that have been where you will be mm-hmm. to help build you up. Like if you start to feel unworthy, which we all do, yeah. um, especially of a call like that. Like I feel unworthy of a call to be a youth minister. Yeah, to true religious life, like. I'm sure that other um, religious have gone through that same struggle. Yeah. You know, when you get into that self-doubt and that, like, I, I shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And then realizing that's not God talking to you. Yeah. It's just your exactly. own thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but what um, what called you to the solutions? What felt, what made the... F- like it click you were like it's them uh, there's been like many different turning points uh, I mean I've worked with the youth all my all my life ever since I could work and that's I've known I wanted to do something with the youth and then I wanted to combine it with you know faith and recreation mm-hmm. but I think the sort of turning point in my discernment to actually apply was uh, I was um, I was given a, a homily to listen to by Father Mike Schmitz and he talked about this phrase how God calls the um, the remarkably average and that's like mm. an interesting phrase because you wouldn't be like man Evan you are remarkably <laughs> average like no one would say that as a compliment but but, but, but God like I, I he so his first two examples in, in his homily were Tom Brady and Wayne Gretzky. And if you know anything about sports, yeah, both of them, stature-wise, are... Mm-hmm. The greatest of all time at what they do. Yeah, but stature-wise, they're n- nothing but average. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Tom Brady was, like, last in the NFL Combine when he first showed mm-hmm. up. So, yeah, but obviously they're two of the greatest of all time in their sports. Mm-hmm. But then he gave this, um, this scripture verse of the calling of Jeremiah. And um, when God called Jeremiah, he responded to God by saying, But God, I'm, I'm just a boy. I can't speak well. I'm not worthy to answer this call. Yeah. And I've struggled with a lot of health issues. So that's kind of been like, well, I might not be able to do this because of my health. And, and that's been my roadblock. And so I continued to look at more um, prophets in the in Scripture, and there's a similar uh, response. They always have some kind of uh, but response to God, mm. some kind of excuse. And then all of the, my favorite saints that I've looked at as well is the same thing. Yeah. So I just really felt like God was saying, whether I'm asking you to be a brother or not is something for the future but right now I'm asking you to just say yes to this this next step yeah so 
And I think that's huge for any anybody discerning anything, that you're not discerning the final... Um, the, yeah. fi- the final, like, accomplishment, the final yeah. call. You're discerning the, literally the next step. Yep. And that I think we can do that each day. Like, God, what is the next step you want me to take? Yeah. yeah. Well, how can you use me today? Exactly. Not next week, not 10 years from now, but just yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So. So. That's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm really... Uh, I'm looking forward to to hearing the stories and and all that stuff and uh, just uh, just to see where you have come from to where you are yeah. to uh, um, and I say this just kind of like tongue in cheek from like from the time you came back from going away to college uh, to call me and say hey man you still don't do that men's ministry thing. <laughs> And uh, we being like, yeah, I think we had one like two weeks later or something like yeah, that. It's and it's so providential. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's just so like, you know, this is what I say tongue in cheek. It's it. I did all of this. Yeah, you know. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just those those moments. And we were talking about that yesterday, where uh, you had a priest praying for you uh, during your first discernment retreat. And your last mass at St. Bart's, yeah. or St. Teresa of Calcutta Parish, but the St. Bart's mm-hmm. uh, campus was that priest. Yeah, and I didn't, it, I didn't, I never met him. It wasn't an arrangement. It wasn't yeah. like, hey, congratulations, you're going off. I really wanted to say mass here yeah. today. It just so happened. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. God's always winking at winking at us somehow. Yeah, yeah, and that's just which so awesome uh, about our God and I love those uh, the sayings around like coincidences aren't a thing it's like instances of God (laughs) yeah no such thing as coincidence alright but on to our next topic youth group game Evan so we were talking about this right before the podcast. Now I, I don't remember having a favorite, but I think the one that stands out the most for me was walking in and hearing the peer ministers that were planning the youth group saying they they had a big tub that they were going to fill with Jello and bottle caps, and the bottle caps are going to have little prizes written on them, so you know that's what you get to redeem the bottle caps with. And so I go in and I hear one of the peer ministers say. Hey, uh, we didn't have time to fill the, the tub with Jello, and someone said, "Okay, then what'd you use?" He said, uh, "We used pudding," <laughs> and nobody wanted to put their head in the pudding. So I went and tried it. I was that was probably my sophomore year, and I couldn't get my head in. So one of the peer ministers tipped the tub so I could get a good angle came up my whole face is dripping with chocolate and not realizing that peer minister was right in front of me i just go <laughs> like that and just completely covered him in chocolate wow <laughs> now uh as an adult what's your yeah. favorite game to run so one of my favorites is um probably the blob one person is it and each person they tag joins forces with them until you know the last person standing wins mm. um, because it is funny I, I do get kids in my confirmation class that get extreme anxiety from that so mm. I just find that a little funny yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but one of my favorites also as an adult is Spittoon. You were running that a couple <laughs> years ago. And uh, one, of my, one of my former students was playing against me on that. And I was out racing her. just like We were just about neck and neck. Yeah. So it's like the only way I'm going to win at this is if I make her laugh and spit out the water that she's yeah. carrying. So I just make the weirdest noises and, and faces and everything. And we ended up, my team ended up winning because of that. <laughs> and she's still angry at me about that. That is awesome. Yeah. How, how about you, Brett? It's funny that yours was about pudding. Mine is also about puddings. Yeah. Steve, they both know about this, but uh, my, I think it was my sophomore year as well, retreat, we did a game called Pudding Pants, <laughs> where you, you put um, nylons over your head, and you have to eat pudding through the nylons as fast as you can. And I remember uh, MJ asked me to go again, so... <laughs> But I had pudding all over, for some, so for some reason I thought it would be a good idea to go wash them off before I go again. Don't know why that's a good idea. But I went and I uh, stuck my head underneath the sink with the nylons on and I pretty much waterboarded myself. And I have a video of you with the, with the stocking oh over goodness. your head yeah. somewhere. So... Yeah, that's probably... I have tons of memories, but that's probably the one that sticks out the most. Yeah. And now, as slightly older, what's the game you like running the most? Is it also Pudding Pants? <laughs> no, I like the I like uh, the game where you put whipped cream on the face with the Cheetos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have, yeah. To, you have to throw the... Your partner has to that. throw Cheetos at your yeah. uh, whipped cream beard. I, you know what's funny? I got that game from uh, my dad's cousin... Mm-hmm who runs uh, a youth group for a uh, church in South Windsor. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Nice. We did get a couple comments cool on the Facebook face. Live from our friend Jackie saying that she enjoyed uh, hide-and-seek in the classrooms, halls, etc., in the laughing game from Retreat. Yeah, I, <laughs> that, those are some good ones. Uh, I, like uh, Sardines is a, is a good one um, that we do now. Uh, but the one... The game that I liked the most as a teen, neither one of you probably ever played because it got banned. <laughs> I wonder why. Uh, so, uh, Kevin Warenda, uh, who probably will listen to this and laugh, it told the story of this game, Lost Them Volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a game where you took like a rolled up um, newspaper. And kind of like elongated it and like put a little pieces of tape on it. And you put it on a stool in the middle of a circle of chairs. And the object was to get up, run to pick up the, the, you know, the swatter. The game was called SWAT. And you ran and got the swatter. You would tag someone else with it. By tag, you would hit them with it in the leg. (laughs) And then run put it back on the stool and go to sit in their chair before they get the swatter and hit you with it before you sit down. Hmm. <laughs> Needless to say, just in the explanation, you can understand why this is no longer played. <laughs> could, could get a little rough. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I just, I definitely vehemently remember uh Myself and uh, this other guy, Steve Chenard, 
getting way too into it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like the two of us going back and forth at each other. Um, so yeah, they, they stopped letting us play that. <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> uh, and now I would, I would have to say uh, Spittoon is my favorite yeah. game to run because of the reaction of running it. Mm-hmm. Um, because the reactions of every single group I ever run it for, and I've run it for hundreds of groups now, is, ew, gross, I'm yeah. not doing this. And then the second you start, boom, they're in it. Com- they will throw their cup on the ground. It'll be have dirt in it. They'll still pick it up, scoop more water, and run again. And it's just like... <laughs> You realize that the competitive nature, the just wanting to have fun and go out there and do it, takes over. Um, another one that I like, it, it, the Pulse game with a soap in the bucket. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, I, I like that game too. Um, but yeah, there's been so many games over the years that yeah, I just really love. I was thinking Shuffle That Buns also got very physical when we played that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a, a Dave Dumaine classic. Uh, Shuffle Thy Buns, yes, definitely got physical. Some people definitely got knocked over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just remember like tackling girls <laughs> in order to yeah. get a seat like yep. having no regard for like that, that is someone's daughter yeah like, no yeah exactly well, how about that retreat when we were doing uh make me laugh oh yeah smile if you love me smile or you love yeah something like that where it's like yeah. you're trying to get the other person to smile bless you, you. uh or smile or laugh yeah right. and uh Natalia, full on yeah. yeah, Natalia, I was trying to run and then stop. She saw someone do that before her, so she yeah. was trying to copy. It didn't have no. the ability to stop. Full on tackled, <laughs> and, then, and then we quickly switched gears to yep. another game. Yep, different game. Had to change the game up. <laughs> <laughs> but it, all those things, like the the team building, the group, the bonding, and the stuff of of youth groups and running games and stuff like that. Like, it's just thinking about back to all the years that w- we've done this uh, together and, and stuff like that. That uh, Just so many games, so many laughs and so many things. And then uh, with Brett was come, helping out uh, at Sacred Heart with me, he was even bringing, like, new games, like camp games and stuff like that. And that it's just it's just awesome to share that with uh, with you guys and with those of you who have come through over the years. Uh, that's that's the stuff I like the most about being a youth minister is the mm-hmm. the fun, the games. Of course, the most important part of my role is the relationship with Christ right. and building that and showing that. Building your relationship with Christ doesn't have to always be quiet in your Bible, singing kumbaya or whatever other stereotype you think of when you think of a faithful person. Uh, It can be funny. It can be shenanigans. It can be uh, just so joyous because that's what Christ wants joy in our life. Like God wants us to be joyous people and that's what 
I love about youth groups is to share that uh, time at church can be and should be joyous. Mm. Amen. Amen. Mm. Speaking of joyous. <laughs> joyous. Music. Music. So uh, I think it was last year you and I got to see Pat Barrett in concert. Yes, we did. Yeah. And he's got a new project coming out next Friday, August 23rd, called Campus and the Clay. And uh, it's a live project, and he has the uh, song Canvas in the Clay out right now, and it's really, really good. Uh, so that's coming out Friday. Uh, coming out this weekend, uh, Hillsong has a Spanish, I think it's an album, Hillsong en Español, Hey Mas. Hey Mas. So, so All right. Yeah. And then if you're into Christian hip-hop, I know you uh, listen to some Christian hip-hop, Andy Minio's Work in Progress is coming out this, uh, this upcoming Friday as well. Cool. Nice. Yeah. All right, so normally we would do, like, today's Saint Feast Day. Right. But we're going to go with Mary, because the assumption of Mary. Right. Mary is so important, huge role in our faith. Blessed Mother, uh, just so huge in the battle, so huge in our, it should be, so big in our daily prayer lives. And think about how many miracles are attributed to the Blessed Mother. You know? Like, you think about the the canonization of saints and the miracles and stuff like that. But the sheer numbers, the this, you know, that the Blessed Mother has. And the things that people normal everyday people can accomplish through the prayers of the Blessed Mother and her praying for all of us and being in our lives and just if you're not diligent in using your rosary and being diligent in your relationship with Christ through Mary I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 33 days to uh, morning glory. Mm-hmm. It's there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely recommend uh, that. <laughs> it is kind of the quick guide to um, consequences. Consecration, shorter, yeah. yeah. It's a shorter version of a Marian consecration. Yeah, to consecration to Christ through Mary. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend it. Uh, the story of the Blessed Mother is so amazing that this young woman gets visited by an angel and says... Yes, like just like hey, here's what's gonna happen to you, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just the love that she brought in, in to Jesus's life, and the constant, constant uh, reinforcement that she brought to him, calming nature. She, she is the reason for the first miracle, like. Like, no, you need to do this for them mm-hmm. at the wedding. <laughs> like, it's just so many different things. Um, 
anything uh, you guys want to add? I could talk all day about Mary. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Mary's been huge in my discernment and I think one of the first um, people that I started praying to or asking for their prayers when I came back to the faith and I almost feel like now there's times where like I pray more to Mary because I know her prayers she like makes my prayers more perfect and she she will bring them to Jesus Mm -hmm. in a more perfect way yeah um yeah one of my favorite prayers to the Blessed Mother is one of Mother Teresa where she if you're in like a stressful moment during your day you just say Mary please be my mother please be a mother to me right now and it's just a simple prayer, and um, yeah, she great. will truly console you in whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. I had a cool experience at Catholic Artwork Camp this past mm. uh, past month where we were doing four corners, and I was set up in one of the corners where if, if uh, anyone wanted to approach me and talk with me or you know pray with me, I, I'd be happy to talk with them and counsel them. And... Uh, period of time went by nobody was coming by and then this girl comes walking over and says hey uh do you know where some rosaries are and i said i don't but let's go let's go find out so i tracked someone down they brought over some rosaries and we just started doing some hail marys together and uh she was saying you know this is my favorite way to pass time and it was just it was nice (laughs) and it was funny because there was music playing in the background and every now and then, the person in charge of the music wasn't really paying attention to what song was coming up next. Mm. So we'd go from this really reflective worship song to something with really heavy guitars. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to do the Hail Mary, and we just looked at each other like, let's keep going. And it was, <laughs> it was fun, even though we'd have distractions, we were able to keep focused and keep going. That actually reminds me of the time this past retreat where we were praying. There's a a friend that was in danger of a friend that was at retreat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, this friend is was not the, the biggest church person. Mm-hmm. and um, Kind of a struggle of the weekend. Yes, and he was the one who brought the danger to our attention. And he Evan was like, all right, let's go pray. And mm-hmm. he came in there with us. And then Evan was like, Brett, you want to lead us in prayer? And yeah. I was like... <laughs> rosary so we all yeah. were like just sitting in front of the blessed sacrament praying yeah. a rosary for this person and mother mary of course took care of it and i think yeah. everything turned out yeah, to be okay it was, it was definitely one of the more powerful experiences i've i've had during retreat yeah it was awesome it's so so great yeah that's all those moments that you can just i can think of so many you know yeah Speaking of Mary. Yeah. Well, our saint of the day, Mary. <laughs> uh, so gospel, time for Bibble. My digital Bibble. No more rustling of pages. No. <laughs> so Luke 1, 39 through 56. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste, to the town of Judah where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. 
And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? For all the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. For this day all generations will call me blessed. And the Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their con- conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and he has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with her about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, I mean, awesome. Yeah. Just awesome that the infant in Elizabeth's womb leaped. And that's uh, John the Baptist, Mm -hmm. the one who came first to baptize in water. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus would come to baptize with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the uh, again the stories of Mary and the blessing that she was uh, bestowed on the world, and uh, that God picked the perfect mother for him and his son, and. Uh, just to be able to bless her to be the perfect mother and to take away any darkness or sin from her to be that perfect mother is just so awesome. And, you know, Blessed Mary Ever Virgin just continues to pray for us and be there for us and just is great. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, amen. News of the weird? News of the weird. So this comes to us from Canada, and uh, we were talking about this too before the podcast, and apparently there was a Canadian uh, police report on live TV, actually it was on live Facebook streaming, and they were talking about a case that involved a double murder. And what would be more inappropriate in this newscast than a filter <laughs> automatically applied by accident to this live stream? So the, the uh, reporter who's discussing this all of a sudden has 
cat ears pop up on her face. And whiskers. And whiskers. <laughs> and people were, were commenting in because they were saying, yes, we're aware and addressing that it's an automatic setting. Thank you. We will rectify and issue a uh, video shortly. Someone responded and said, why do you need the cat filter as an automatic setting? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> who was the person who just that is their automatic right, setting? Right. At the police station. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that is a very humorous thing and uh, uh, in a very, you know, dark topic. Right. Like kind of the worst thing that could could happen you know, in a very serious moment. <laughs> it's just like talk it's just standing up at a podium talking about such a serious topic yeah. but having cat ears and whiskers on your face. And then I'm I'm scrolling <laughs> down in the article it says it is not the first time a mistake like this has happened during a live streaming event. In June a Pakistani politician's press conference descended into farce when a cat filter was accidentally used giving him feline features. <laughs> <laughs> I like the alliteration in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I, You know, it's, it's funny because I, I use... The only time I ever use filters is when uh, we're FaceTiming with my mom, yeah. with Zoe. And now she... There's this one. It's like a cat filter. But if you open your mouth, like a little fish goes in your mouth. Yeah. And so now Zoe's like... Fishy, fishy. <laughs> she wants it. That's, and now if right. we're FaceTiming, that's all she wants. Or uh, Facebook video <laughs> chatting, that's all she wants. Yeah. Fishy, fishy, fishy. Well, the funniest thing was maybe a month and a half ago, we were over at Silk City Coffee with yeah. Eva and Zoe. Yeah. And uh, Jen happened to have her phone out, so Zoe's like pointing at it and everything. So we put it down on the couch that we were sitting on. Zoe's looking at it and just starts taking 30 selfies with it and then looking at us going, taking more pictures. Jen still has all of them. Oh, yeah. She looks at them every now and then goes, she's so cute. Oh, she is adorable. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Little brag. Yeah. I may be a little biased, but I have the cutest baby in the world. It's not a lie if you're telling the truth. I know. It's funny because a good friend of mine, when Zoe was really little, messaged me. He has kids and stuff. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? How's dad life treating you? I'm Mm. like, man, I I know I'm a little biased, but I'm pretty sure I have the cutest baby in the world. He's like, hold on a minute. My kids are really cute, too. And I send him a picture of her. He goes, Wow. (laughs) <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> that, by the way, it was my favorite thing about Ireland, mm. where it's like they don't say congratulations. Right. They say well done. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you know, what, you guys are here on holiday. What You know, what are you guys here for? And Eva and I was, oh, it's our honeymoon. And he just looks at us and goes, well done. <laughs> All right. Irish accent. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just, you know, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but before we wrap up, um, I just want to say, you know, Brett, wish you all the best. Hopefully uh, the next time you're up, maybe you'll come back on, do a little uh, how things are going update. Uh, I know it probably be a while. I know uh, probably some holidays coming up might be the next time you're back. Yeah. But if we can uh, arrange it, I'd love to, you know, have you back on, talk with you, and, of course, keep in touch. You are still yeah. Zoe's godfather. 
Uh, religious life doesn't take that away. Of course. I got my Zoe bookmark for uh, my my breviary for morning prayer, so she'll always be in my prayers. That's awesome. That's so great. Well, um, so to those on Facebook Live and uh, all of you who listen on the podcast, you know that it's time to wrap up this here podcast. Can't you say our podcast is now on iHeartRadio? Oh, I believe it is. If you search Bacon Smiles on iHeartRadio, it is there. This is cool. Uh, Bacon Smiles is available through Apple Podcasts, which I think also then, you know, sends it out through everywhere else. So uh, just search Bacon Smiles wherever you get your podcasts. We should be there. So, cool. As always, thanks so much for listening. Uh, reach out, Steve at Bacon Smiles or Twitter, Instagram, all the fancy places for any topics or prayer requests or anything like that. Um, but as always, I'm Steve Patira. Evan Shalmarkery. Brett Nominee. Brother Brett. <laughs> Brother Brett. God willing. <laughs> God willing. Right now it's Mr. Brett Nominee. <laughs> um, but as always, keep smiling and God bless.